It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. a bitch and a boss doja cat thank you so much this is so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey it is wednesday it is the humpty hump day we got it folks if we can get to wednesday that means the weekend is just right that we're at the precipice you can almost taste the weekend um how are you guys doing are you guys good okay i just wanted to check in i don't know it's been a it's been a day since we've talked wanted to make sure you're good um Let's see here. We got tons of stuff to talk about. We have an amazing guest. I I think this is we I this week's like I think the vibe is just fun this week. We're we're making great points. We're talking to great people, but it's also fun. I'm laughing a lot. I'm uh I got to tell you I think I think coming back to Los Angeles, the weather is just I hate it's just so much nicer. Like it is 
I went hiking for the first time in in a in a second, and it was just so nice to be out there. And in Arizona, you can't because it's like 120 degrees, and you will you will burn into flames when you're driving around Arizona or if you see people walking, everybody's just in flames. Everybody is just literally their whole bodies are on fire and it's just very, it's very frustrating. So Los Angeles is kind of nice. And I don't know if you like you guys, my social calendar, I'm getting people calling me all of a sudden out of the blue, people texting me out of the blue to hang out. I keep saying this, but I just want to, I want to have this on record. I am not ready so if I see you out in public, if we go out in public, just it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be good. I'm going to say something stupid. I'm going to I'm, I'm forget to forget to wipe my mouth at an opportune time. I'm probably going to wet myself at a certain point. Do you guys feel like that at all? Like, are you guys killing your social interactions? I just I sometimes, you know, I I get nervous about this stuff. I mean, I'm thinking about going to see a movie, potentially in a movie theater. Like, who am I? Concert tickets are being bought on credit cards. <laughs> I'm starting to remember, like, I was like, wait, why am I not in severe debt? And then I realized, oh, the pandemic. So, like, now we're we're back at that point of, like, severe debt will be coming. And I just love that all of the gains that we potentially made over the pandemic were going to ruin within, like, the first, you know, the first five or six months. Also, I wish you guys were with me when I was recording sometimes because sometimes I'll do the intro. And it's like, the intro isn't, it's neither here nor there. It's not, we're not reinventing the wheel here, but I'll sometimes do it three or four times and then it'll go like, hey, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I'm Ryan. Oh, you stupid piece of shit. Oh, you know, like, it'll be, hey, I'm So Bad It's Good with Ryan. Oh, wait, wait, who are you? It, it, I'll do, it, it's, it's, a, it's a wild operation over here. Um, let's take some care of the business out of the way at first. If you guys like this show, even if you're just so, so on this show, could you please rate it five stars on Apple podcasts? Uh, it's the freest thing you can do. Like I say, do it for all podcasters. It's just a really nice thing that you can do. So take a second out there. You just go to Apple podcasts, type so bad. It's good. You'll see some stars hit five stars. That's it. If you like it even more than that, write a nice review. I totally get if you don't want to. It's annoying to do things. Believe me, I get it. I do not. I I have I love my bed and just doing nothing. Sometimes I'll just do nothing for like an hour at a time. Um, the second thing you can do if you want to go a step further, if you're like, oh, I'm crazy, I really want to help out, go to the Patreon, sign up, five bucks a month, you get access now to like 130 episodes uh, that are not out on here, just other episodes, more being added each week. Uh, hi baddies. Thank you. You know, the baddies, um, uh, yeah, we call ourselves the baddies. So what? It's not lame. Adults can call themselves baddies. It's fine. Um, they were, I, I recap real housewives of New York over there. And, uh, were you guys like me? Were you so, I would, I gotta tell you, they didn't air a new episode tonight and I was jazzed. I was like, Oh good. I, I can't do that right now. Like it, it, for some reason, real housewives of New York is there's there's a painfulness to it and i think it's just i think it's because of leah mcsweeney i think it's because i loved her so much that first season and now my heart my heart hurts sometimes watching her and uh you know you know that's the grown-up way to watch television but i was thrilled when i found out there was no new episode so the baddies over there i recap this and they are so nice to me they um i recapped it on sunday and i put it out there and 
I was saying just like multiple times throughout the recap, you know, was just like, I just, I'm just frustrated with this show right now. And I think that's, I mean, I think we all get kind of that frustration with things that we love or even people that we love. Sometimes you're like, you're going to be in my life forever, but I'm just frustrated with you now. And that is like Roni for me. And I just, I felt so bad for the baddies having to listen to my frustration. And then a couple of them even wrote me like, Hey man, just, you should do shows that you just love. We want you to be happy. And I was just like, that is the nicest thing. And also how bizarre is it that they're worried about me? They're like, this guy d- seems unwell talking about Real Housewives of New York. But I, I think I just need a, a, a week to, to put Roni back in perspective for myself. Um, and it, we're going to get there. Um, so that is the two things that you can do for me. Uh, I mean, and also, if you have guest ideas, write in. It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Instagram, it's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Um, uh, there is uh, Sandra and, and Marissa. The, these two ladies, I've never met them, but they are so helpful to me. And they always send me articles. And Sandra's been working on some guests for me. And I got to tell you, every little piece helps. Like, this is, a, this is the little ship that we are building. And eventually, it's going to be the Titanic. And we're just going to, we're going to go out we're gonna go out swinging folks um okay that's all that business but uh let me remind you you're listening to this potentially on wednesday what does wednesdays mean that's right real housewives of beverly hills all new episode uh kathy hilton we see her it's just i I cannot wait to be reunited with my kathy um so we got an all new episode of Beverly Hills and we'll see how far we get with the Erica Jane storyline. Now, today's uh, today's episode, we go into Erica Jane a bit because she you guys have all seen those paparazzi photos of her uh, pumping her own gas. Heaven forbid. Right. I mean, come on, pumping your own gas. What kind of poor people pump their own gas? But you guys, as we talk about in this interview, I think that's exactly what she wanted us to see. And if you think otherwise, like, I feel like the us memers got it wrong with this one. Yeah, we got it wrong because I think everybody's making fun of this look and, oh, oh, she's just not, she's not the pretty mess. She's just the mess. And I'm like, no, she wants us to see her this way. She wants us to pity her. She wants us to think that, the, you know, that this is really affecting her and she's lost all of her wealth. I think it's complete. I, I, I think it's a complete, con job on her in and like we'll see i don't know if we'll ever know the truth on that but that is just the vibe i get we talk about that by the way so my guest today i'll go into this when when i introduce her but uh she goes by at girl gangs 773 the gangs is g-a-n-g-z you guys probably know her if you're on instagram she's like blown up um but she goes into influencer culture, bravo culture and we talk a little bit about all of that stuff today this was just a really fun interview but uh, she she's just on top of all of this stuff. And we talked about Erica Jane. We talked about all the Bravo stuff. We talked about the Kardashians. I mean, influencer culture, MLMs, YouTubers. We go all around the world. Oh, you guys, she even... She, she, I guess she was in a war. Well, not war. She, I think she wasn't wanting to participate with the giggly squad, the gigglers, the, the summer house. So we go into that talking. And by the way, if there's any giggly squatters listening, hi, I, I come in peace. I, I, I want to bridge. I want to make peace between the warring meme accounts, the warring fan bases, if you will. Um, but I think we got it wrong with the Erica one. I think sometimes we do, but I always think the fascinating thing and some of the things that I love 
about pop culture and I find really weird as I get older is that, you know, remember, they are letting us see what they want us to see. Just like we do the same thing with our Instagrams, our Twitters, our social media profiles. Remember, like we pick out the photos we want people to see, the photos that like I want this person to think I'm hot. I want this person to think that I'm on this beautiful yacht. I want the, I want to pose in front of this nice car because I want to act like I'm rich, you know? I mean, we do these on small, small levels. And I think these rich celebrity people or they're, they're wanting to think, wanting us to think that they're rich. They do it on a grander level. Um, and there's a, definitely a spotlight on them. I just sometimes think they use that spotlight to show us what they want us to see, whether it be J-Lo and Ben, whether it be, oh my God, Kristen Cavallari, um, uh, Craig and... Uh, Craig and Austin and Justin Anderson, they were all partying at Sewing Down South. Um, Justin got on Austin's shoulders again. I think I might be through with that foursome. I think I've seen what I needed to see. It was fun the first two times, and now I'm just kind of like, I feel like, is Austin getting back problems? He doesn't seem like he takes care of himself. Um, so we go into all of that today. Um, but yeah, Beverly Hills tonight. And I also want to remind you, watch what happens live. Kathy Hilton will be in person on watch what happens live tomorrow night with Crystal Minkoff, her friend. They, uh, posted a photo on the plane to New York together. And I got to tell you, I, I, I don't know if I think I've said this before, but watching watch what happens live has have guests in the audience again is one of those key moments for me that like, oh my God, we are coming out of this pandemic for real. For some reason, I did actually get emotional seeing Andy play to the audience. Um, the other day, we had Sutton in studio. And to me, that was just like, I don't know, like those things, you got to appreciate those things, you guys. I, I'm sure you guys have your own moments where like I was walking today and I didn't, I, I, I walked into to my Starbucks this morning and I didn't have to wear a mask in there. They did make me put back on my pants, but I didn't have to wear a mask. No, no, no. But I was like, I, I always carry a mask because I don't want to. I mean, I'm fine with wearing a mask. I have no issue. But then like to not have to wear one. It's fucking awesome. You guys like I the, felt the breeze, the breeze on my lips and my cheeks. I was like, this is amazing. I mean, I but it, it's it's cool. And I think you guys are probably the same way I am that, that I'm I. I hope we can clock these things and kind of appreciate it because we we now have a little experience seeing what it was like, um, you know, without those things, if you will. So, um, yeah, so I am excited for Wednesday night television. I I really do want to see how they handle the Erica Jane stuff. We're getting a little distance from the Housewife and Hustler Hulu show. Um, I do want to bring up Below Deck really quick. We are going to do a Below Deck episode next week because Below Deck Med premiered on Peacock this Monday. I watched it. It will premiere on Bravo this next Monday. So if you want it five days early, go over to Peacock. I watched it on Monday. Captain Sandy and Malia, two of the people I love to hate, uh, they're back. And I, Captain Sandy, Captain Sandy's always like, hey, can I watch you do your job? No, it's very, it's, oh, I'm Captain Sandy and I just, I hover. I'm a hoverer, you know, and I just will never for, forgive her for the Hannah volume stuff. But even this, you guys, I don't want to spoil anything, but she hasn't, it, it, there's a kitchen issue, of course. And I'm like, Sandy, you should be able to fix it because you're always fucking in the kitchen, watching the cook, trying to tell the cook to do his job. 
There should be no issue, Sandy. You should know how to do everybody's job because you're in everybody's business 24-7. So I'm excited that's back. And Below Deck Sailing Yacht, I I have recommended that all season. Uh, but it is funny, like uh, Girl Gangs, uh, she, you know, our guest today, she said she wasn't into it. It is funny, like I loved Sailing Yacht. I thought it was great, but I know some people it doesn't hit for. But there is, uh, we saw the second part of the reunion tonight. There was a two-hour re- reunion, one part on Monday, one part on Tuesday. And it was very gripping because Danny had a baby and... It was rumored to be JLs, who is the guy that she they had like this boat romance. Um, and you guys, I mean, it's like we had to. So JL wasn't at the reunion, but then Andy talked to him via Skype after the reunion. And it was like it was very real. And I got to tell you, Andy handles this shit like a pro. Like this kid was losing his mind. You could tell he was like going through it. And Andy was like, you seem pretty upset, JL. Okay, so what I think you need to do, like, he handled it so, he didn't him and haw, he, like, laser, fu- it was it was so good. And what he did, they did this great thing where they put a clip package of all of JL's uh, boat employees, like, saying things about him, of, like, oh, that's his baby, and he needs a man up. And they played it for JL, and he was like, oh, no, oh, and he, like, held, like put his head in his hands, and you realize how real this situation is, and that's when you get goose pimples, you guys, because you realize, you know, it is good sometimes to check in with reality shows and make their make sure they're real, and we have this real moment, and then JL goes, they, they talk a couple minutes, and JL goes, can I see that clip package again, and Andy shows it to him again, and it hurts him even more, it was it was appointment television, folks. I loved it so much. And I'm not saying I love to watch him in pain. No, but it was just so real. You saw that. And there is no way this baby. So Danny pretty much said on the reunion, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear it, please fast forward 80 minutes. No. Um, Danny said, well, well, I got pregnant on the boat, she says. And I had not slept with any other man on the boat. So it's his baby, unless we're dealing with an immaculate conception kind of thing. And I, the thing was that I guess JL told her that he wanted a he wanted a DNA test, a paternity test, and that he didn't like that he was he wouldn't be satisfied until that was done. And I'm just like, man, to make a to make a woman go through that in a potential like really scary time in their life of like actually having to carry the baby. I can't imagine how scary and frightening that might be to have like the other person, you know, you don't have to be together like that, but to have the person deny possible responsibility and say, well, don't go around telling people that that's mine, you know? And so now he seems like he's like, if that baby is mine, I will definitely want to be in that baby's life as much as I can, but he's still really holding thing to this paternity test and it's like one of those things it's like i guess you got this fixated on your mind and your parents probably told you they need this stuff but like we all know it's his like we we just all know it's his and you're watching this 24 year old boy and that's when you realize sometimes age does make a man you know is that you're just like god i don't know like i never got anybody pregnant you know uh when i was younger or or when i was older uh, never. How about that? Hey, no, but like, I, I don't know. I, I, I would hope that I would, would have done the right thing. You never know until you're in that situation. 
but you you know what it looks like when you you see somebody not step up and it's just whew cuz i i believe Danny is uh 34 i believe so it was just like a a younger uh, you know, a younger romance. And, and she even said, you know, she's like, you're so young and you need to go out there and live life. But there was like some really frightening, mo- not frightening moments, but moments where they were like, well, let's not wear a condom and I'll see if I get pregnant. And if I do, it's God's will. And there were literally, and I think those were like kind of joking things, but it obviously happened. So it, it gives this added layer of suspense and drama, which is the same way I am watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and will be the same way I watch Real Housewives of uh, Salt Lake with Jen Shaw, you know? So, whew, man. Also, uh, okay, so they're filming something in New York right now. They have a lot of housewives and Bravo celebrities. They have Reza from Shaw's. They have, I saw a married to medicine lady. I saw Sierra from Summer House. I saw Luann. I saw Dr. Wendy Osefu from Potomac. Um, so they're obviously getting together to film things. Now, uh, you know, somebody said, uh, I wish, I mean, they're probably filming promos for, for, well, I'm hearing they're doing a backdoor pilot potentially of like a night out with the housewives. Uh, it was on Dumois today. We talked about it in the interview, um, which would be amazing. I love stuff like that. But um, a couple people mentioned that like, God, wouldn't it be great if they were doing a summer by Bravo? They did these clips, you guys, back in the day, like like previews of like summer by Bravo. And they would play like a Britney Spears song, I think, one summer. And it was like, that's what we need again coming out of this pandemic is like a summer a summer by Bravo and all those, you know, I would love to see it. It would make me so happy. I think it would make us all so happy. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'll find a clip for it and play it tomorrow. Um, you know, cause I think there's, they used to do these really amazing commercials on Bravo with all of the Bravo liberties. And it was, I don't know. It was always really fun to watch. I hope they do that again. So who knows? But also I know Ramona said she is doing interviews all day Wednesday. And I believe that's for the real housewives, all-star mashup for Peacock. So, uh, I don't know. So I, I hope there, there seems to be a lot of stuff going on over there in the Bravo universe. I love it. Love it. Love it. Also, we do not have dates for on sale for BravoCon yet, so keep an eye out for that, folks. I'll let you know as soon as I know, but uh, are you guys all going to go out there? I've got plans, guys. Plans are in motion. I can't wait to meet as many of you uh, that is there. I get, we're going to party. Like, let's, we're just, it's going, I'm, I'm already hurting. Like, my body is already hurting from how much fun we're going to have. I, I can't wait to meet. That's what's going to be so exciting is that, like, I just get to meet all my friends. I get to meet all the people that I talk to on the podcast and online. And it, I, it, it's just going to be like a three-day party. What if I just like get so sick on the first day I can't make? No, do not speak that into existence. Okay, the last story before we get to our amazing guest today is that today is a very important day in the Free Britney movement. Now, today is, they are doing the, uh, there is a court, uh, a whole court case Today, and Britney Spears will be testifying, I believe, via Zoom. Um, And the New York Times confirms Britney said she was forced in a mental health facility against her will in 2019, which she viewed as punishment for standing up for herself and making an objection during a rehearsal. Um, 
So that's crazy, you guys. We're getting all of these confirmations, but tomorrow is a huge news day for the Free Britney movement. We're going to see, you know, we're going to hear potentially Britney speak, or we're going to at least read the transcript. Uh, Jamie, her dad, who is the conservator, hopefully it is taken away from him. Now, ABC News, I'm not joking, is going to be doing coverage throughout the day on this. This is really important. I think this is a very, because this is another apex of pop culture for us. This There's, there's so many ramifications from this one story. And man, it would be so awesome to have Britney be able to be in control of her own person. I mean, that's a another thing you guys we are not a select we're not celebrities we're just average people like average joe joe and jane schmoes but like you look at like britney and it's like i wouldn't want to be her and that's so sad we should want to be our we should want to like aspire to be these celebrities you know and britney like we got more freedom than britney like think about that we got more we got more freedom than britney spears that's just wild. So pay attention to that. I will try to uh, record my wrap-ups very late into the uh, the evening tomorrow night so I can try to put as much in that I find out as possible. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to get this this moving. That, I mean, God, wouldn't it be amazing if tomorrow the conservatorship's called off? I mean, wouldn't that? I mean, like, think about that. That'd be like, we'd all feel like victorious for that, right? Um but also, you're going to feel victorious with our next guest. Hey, what a segue. You guys, she was, I had such a good time talking to her. I have never talked to her before. And it's always one of those things that, you you know, you watch somebody online and you kind of get their personality. But then you get to talk to them. And she was just great. She was, she was, uh, she was ready to go. Like, she was awesome. We just joked around for like an hour and 10 minutes. And uh, so... We call her Gigi. She's kind of like Dumois because she actually has a real job and people are actually trying to find out who she is. Um, and uh, But her, her Instagram name is girlgangs, G-I-R-L-G-A-N-G-Z-773. We find out why she chose that amazing name in the podcast. But yeah, I remember she just started this account months ago and she's already almost at 90,000 followers. My God, my God. But anyways, she has so much. She, she, she spills the tea. Also, if I see you at BravoCon and I say spill the tea in front of you, you have full permission to smack me as hard as you can. I'm a grown man and I should not be saying spill the tea. I was like, uh, my dad was like, can I tell you something about mom? And I was like, yeah, Bill, spill that tea. <laughs> But anyways, uh, this is a great conversation. I think you're going to totally dig it. I love you guys. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Here is Gigi Girl Gangs 773. Oh, also, I got this great note today from a listener, you know, the such that I'm friendly with. And I want to apologize, but also I'm trying to make myself aware of it. And I know I... It's one of those things that I don't even know it in the moment, but I say crazy and insane a lot because I'll say something's crazy or something's insane, and I've got to be better about that. I, I'm putting myself on notice. Uh, the sponsor of this pos- is, uh, podcast is BetterHelp, so I do not uh, – and and I'm, I don't mean crazy or insane in a bad way. It's just terms that I've used uh, since I was a kid to explain something huge or wild or beyond my understanding, which I will – I need to start using better words like that. So thank you to the listener that uh, pointed that out to me in a very nice way, but uh, I also – 
I sometimes I just don't know. So you're probably going to be clocking it. What if I say it like 80 times? But anyways, I just wanted to let you know I'm aware. I'm working on it. And thank you for the note. Okay, back to the show. Girl Gang 773. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Wednesday show of So Bad It's Good. Uh, I hope you guys are hanging in there. This is this is hump day. We are halfway through, so let's make it easier for you today. I hope if you're at work or you're 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 in your car with your kids, just check out, ignore your kids completely, ignore your work completely, and just let uh, me and my guests' smooth, dulcet tones take you through the rest of your day. Um, you don't have to be productive at this point. We're going to be productive, and you just you, you listen. So today. I have a guest that I am fascinated with. I I really this is this is another one of those. It's kind of like I don't want to say Dumois adjacent, but there is there is a secret identity potentially, and that's always at this point I'm screwed because I put my name in the title. I can I can't go to a secret identity at this point. But uh, so she is involved in everything that I love in terms of she deep dives Bravo. She goes into the influencer world, which I do not know at all. Her Instagram account has like blown up. I, re- I think I remember when she started and all of a sudden she's at like almost 90,000 followers. So I, I got to find out about that. I think she started on TikTok, but let's find out from the legend herself. Uh, she goes by the name Gigi, but you guys might know her on, on Instagram as girl gangs, seven, seven, three. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, so girl gangs, seven, seven, three, I'm assuming that's a family name. No. That uh, is our is there 772 girl gangs uh, before you. <laughs> I was drunk one night during the pandemic and was like, this sounds like a great name. Never thought it was going to take off. And then all of a sudden I'm like, everyone's like asking me. I'm like, I have no idea why I picked yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> which, which gang are you affiliated with? Uh, exactly. That's the, the main thing. Um, so I, I know you started, I think you started off on TikTok, which I really do not dip my toe in at all. But like, and then I, I think I'm right is that, did you get kicked off TikTok? Are you yes. back on TikTok? <laughs> like, I don't, I really do not know TikTok except for that they made Saddle Ranch popular again on Sunset <laughs> Boulevard, which is just, that's when you know the whole thing needs to be shut down. Exactly. So I started on TikTok um, and then people kept reporting me like all the gigglers. Um, for, what do you mean the gig- oh, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Your, giggly, your giggler squad, your Google <laughs> squad. Yes. But by the way, Hannah just blocked me the other day, I found out. And I was, congratulations. I was, well, no, I mean, I, I kind of got sad, but then I was like, of course, I think I, I go hard. I mean, but I don't go hard, hard. Like I think I, I always tell my listeners, I'm the loser here. No matter what I make fun of, I am the number one loser, but it is funny when you get blocked by somebody. So the gigglers came after you on. Yeah. So I was what the one that exposed Hannah from her podcast that she oh, did. Shit. So she really, yeah. she's really not going to like me today. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. So they just kept reporting me. I got banned. I kept getting banned like every single day. Like it goes to the state and the same. And then it was like a month later. So I was banned on TikTok for like two months. So I just moved everything over to Instagram and started posting all my content there. <laughs> wait, wait. So how long have you been on Instagram? Like two months. 
And you already almost have 90,000 followers. I know. That's like, I mean, that's, that's insane. Like that's, I I don't have the energy or the, I mean, I probably at the time, I don't have the energy that you do to like, you go so hard and so deep and uh, I mean, just on everything. And I I mean, I want to find out all about that, but wait, were the gig, like when you, why, why are you allowed to get taken off TikTok though? I mean, did they, did they report things that they were like, oh, well, they're kind of in the right. Like, was no, it like I mean, that, no, it just was like they kept pushing for harassment. So I would appeal the video and the, the video would come back up. So it was like they were it was like a losing battle. So then they kept reporting just my profile. So I think if you get reported amount of time, like a, a certain amount of times you get like banned. So I'm finally back on TikTok. I think a few like a week ago, I got back. But I have you tentatively. How do you like tip your toe back in the TikTok waters? Are you like, hi, guys? Nope. Um, I went right for Hannah Burner when I went back. <laughs> my God. Well, wait, OK, so I guess I guess I want to ask the Googlers out there, the gig, the gig, the gigglers out there. I mean, is there any way we can broker peace? I don't know. Is the Giggly Squad, is that like a registered entity? Is that a political movement? Like no, it's just, so it's they Hannah and Paige's podcast, right? From yeah, but there's like two groups. So I love the one group, the Giggly Squad, just Giggly Squad. But then there's a Giggly Squad 2.0 that is like the evil menaces <laughs> of the world. <laughs> okay, okay, you guys out there listening, you might be like, "What the hell is going on?" And that's when I started all this. I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" So I guess my question to you, Gigi, is, "What the hell is going on? Why is that?" Like, we just got out of four years of like insanity on top of a pandemic, on top of this, and we have like offshoot Giggly Squad groups, and and we're just using Giggly Squad as an example. But I see this going throughout the entire internet of like you're talking about influencer things that I have no clue what you're talking about, but you seem very passionate about it how has this all happened like why uh, what is this what 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 is the internet Gigi I it's like it's <laughs> the amount of time that people put into this and like how hard they go on people like this group is a group that I have never experienced in my entire life I was like this is like I don't even know. I feel like they're like CIA agents, the way that they get information. They're crazy. And they just like, I like the giggly squad. I want to (laughs) say that. I think they're amazing, beautiful people. Um, You, but you have a real job too, right? Yes, I do. I do. I mean, Um, so (laughs) people, but, but people actually try to dox you and guys and dox means like when they, you know, try to find personal information and re- like, that's what I got into some trouble with some Zaniacs, Zane Malik. Cause I made a bad Zane Malik joke <laughs> that I was the guy that hit him um, in the street in New York. I thought it was like an uh, obvious stupid joke from a stupid account on, which is my Twitter. And then all of a sudden I got all these Zaniacs after me. And I was like, I do not, I do. I'm like, I don't even know Zane's music. I don't even know you're fighting <laughs> the wrong guy. This is like just me being a stupid jokester, you know? Yeah. But they people- come after you. Oh yeah. They try to find my IP address. They try to find like my information and like my family didn't sign up to be what I'm doing. So like, that's why I'm like, you take it a step too far. So I did a cease and assist to one of them because it was like, it got to a point where she was like on a next level insanity, like stalking. Like she found out my phone number. She found out my phone number was like calling me and like telling me I better stop talking about the giggly squad. I'm like, Oh no. Well, by the way, I said, if anybody comes after me, you're probably just going to engage me in a text conversation. Cause I'll be like, what are you watching right now? Do you want to be on a podcast? Like I really, I, this is, but okay. So why did, why are you doing this? Like what fascinates you about this to even make a TikTok or an Instagram and like what you, this has to be based in some sort of love or passion. I just was like tired of trying to go to so many different places to find the information. 
Um, so I just started like creating content. I'm obsessed with Bravo. I'm obsessed with reality TV. I'm Is that where it started with, for you in terms of reality? Yeah, or okay. Yeah. It started with the Kardashians and Madison LaCroix. Um, and oh, then it, we like, got, we got to talk a little bit about that. And then Tristan and all that. Oh, I've got some week. tea for you. Oh, for the thank God. Yes. <laughs> I'm fascinated with that dickhead. Um, <laughs> but you, it started with all of that stuff and then it branched off into YouTube and all of that. Yeah. So I honestly have never followed an influencer in my entire life other than Spencer Pax. I think he's an influencer and I'm obsessed with him. I love um, I like, I, I, he, you know, you guys remember out there when Spencer Pratt was like, he had a really bad turn and like, we kind of like, we thought he was like crystal, but then he turned it into a win. And all of a sudden he like leaned into loving Taylor Swift and hummingbirds and crystals. Yep. And he, he, I believe single-handedly brought the Hills back from the dead and it shouldn't have been brought back from the dead. It's horrible. The new Absolutely. Generation. I completely agree with that. Um, but like, I was just posting all reality TV stuff. I was exposing things on Real Hospitals of Dallas one day and somebody sent me a mugshot of an influencer who had just gotten arrested the night prior. So I like not knowingly just posted it. And all of a sudden it just was like, all these people flooded to my page. We're sending me all this information about all these other influencers. And then I start looking into it and I'm like, these people are like getting away with murder on here. They make millions of dollars. Yeah. Like they do so much shady shit. And it's like, it's like a fakeality that they're living in. And these women like that follow them think that they have to live up to certain expectations. Meanwhile, they're throwing yetis at their husbands and getting arrested. <laughs> oh, and getting- wait, who was, I just read about that girl that threw the yeti. What's her name? Amber uh, Massey. See, Amber Massey, like the fact that I'm even starting to recognize their names <laughs> is so upsetting to me because it's like, Already with reality shows, you're going, okay, these like we're making these people stars. They didn't go to acting school or anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) Then influencers is like one step, like 10 steps removed from that, where it's like, you guys don't even deserve, you're like a West Elm ad come to life in the woods with your kids. It makes no sense. Exactly. Um, But so that was just like, insane to me. So everyone's just sending me stuff. Like they filter their photos. They use filters while they're selling skincare, makeup, all that stuff. So I was like, Oh my God. So somehow a month later, I became the voice of reason in the influencer world and I'm changing it for but do you, the better. Wait, wait. I hope. Yeah. You, but, but do you feel like this is always the, the plot in a movie or do you feel like it's taking you over and like someday you're going to then go down to the influencer level. And all of a sudden one day you're going to pop up and you're going to be like, my tummy feels great after this new tea I've been having. No. Yeah. I, everyone like literally is like, I've gotten like, I've gotten stuff from people. People have sent it to me like, cause they just have thanked me for like what, like Justin Anderson people lost like, Oh, she's an influencer. I'm like, yeah, I'm an influencer. Cause I'm influencing people to understand what's happening in this world. I'm from an education standpoint, but definitely will never be doing swipe ups for Tommy T or Mo Dare or any of the other crap that they're uh, guys. And I, I, I just want to make sure I will, I will be, if anybody wants me to sell, their tummy tea i will definitely sell it um uh, you did actually a funny uh bit the other day what was it the um the the brand from this uh uh, grocery store you were doing the Uh, the uh, safeway brand or something like that yeah it was the uh what was it? Uh, Selects or something? Select the Select yeah. brand. And it, you were so good at it where I was like, damn, I might go buy some Select. And then I realized you were joking, I think. Yeah, because they like, every time they like take the like the Modair stuff, it's like a trim body fat thing. And they'll do it and they're like, oh, gotta take my Bonaire. And like I, it helps me curb my appetite for lunch. I'm like, well, so to my audience that doesn't know what we're talking about still, hi, thank you for sticking in. Uh secondly, though, what just what is the definition in your view, uh, influencer? What does that mean? 
anyone that has a following that influences them to make purchases or follow them in a sense of like their lifestyle, um, like whether it be fashion or mommy bloggers or home decor, anything in that sense where they're influencing the follower to do something. Is there a, an example of a good influencer that does it the right way? Uh, the Garcia Diaries. I talked oh, to her. Oh, I love her. She's been on the show before. They're all, awesome. they're so cool. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. she is awesome. Her family is awesome. You guys, yeah. you go, uh, uh, Bethany Garcia. She is awesome. 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 And I know her and her husband have a podcast as well. So you like her, you think she does this the right way. Yes. And she did it before, before she was managed. And she admits that. And she's very open. She gives you the raw and some people that's not for everyone. They want to see the perfect cookie cutter housewife. Um, up in the like perfect like world, but she gives you everything. She plays it by the book now. And that is how it should be. It shouldn't be this like facade of, I look like this, but in reality, if you see my face, I'm 40 pounds heavier. My face is drooping. <laughs> that's, I don't that's what like I hear. The online dating community is really yeah. as well. Like, Tinder, <laughs> by the way, can you go after Tinder and those people next? Like, let's get I Tinder can. shut down and be like, yes. this is not what this guy looks like at all. Yes, I um, will. I will. <laughs> okay, so that actually is a great example. But uh, so it, it's one of those things that I think this almost maybe kind of uh, started maybe with the Kardashians a little bit too, in terms of <laughs> beauty, beauty standards being completely out of whack. And we got a little bit of that on the second part of the reunion that Andy hosted on Sunday. And of course they all stood up for each other and blah, blah, blah. We work out really hard, which by the way, nobody's saying that they don't work out really hard. I'm always impressed with their workouts. They, they get the best trainer, but they do have to still work. They can't pay somebody to move their limbs. Like I or Rob would be in shape, you know, but, um, do you think that's kind of where this influencer culture potentially started maybe? And Absolutely. I actually was contacted by a Kardashian lawyer um, for exposing Chloe's Well, we know that's photo. not going to be Kim. She's not a lawyer, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, they 100% are responsible for this unattainable beauty standard in, I think, in the online today. They... And I get things all the time where people are like, I saw them, they look nothing like, they're gorgeous, they look nothing like yeah. how they portray us online. And I'm like, it's just such a hard thing because you've got people that want to live up and look like this and it's it's unattainable. It's never going to happen. I get scared for my niece. My niece is 11 years old and she's not allowed to use Instagram yet, but I get so scared for the day she is because Instagram makes me even feel bad and I'm a dude. Like I, I, I exactly. like- but even and that photo that Chloe was trying to get taken down, remember this the bikini a couple oh, months yeah. ago? And I was like, damn, she looks amazing. Like, I thought that was attractive. I was like, I love this photo more than some of the Van Gogh works that people are doing for her on her Instagram. Exactly. I posted that photo. And then that's the one that got copped for copyright infringement. But then I reposted it. And I said, she had such a, a, she had such a part to play where she could be like, this is exactly who I am in real life. But instead she went into the dark and used another filter, like lifting up her shirt and like dancing in the gym. Like that was just so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, like, so like, weird. But it was what? like, what a way to like show us that you want, like, yes, you showed the haters. I'm going to do exactly like, I'm going to go us. really hard to prove. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just like, oh man, like, you know, you have a lot of money, right? You don't have to do any of this. Like, and like the sexual music. I'm like, what did she do? Like, <laughs> yes. I always just feel bad for anybody that's involved in the room. And you just got to imagine those kids are running around. Mace, poor Mason probably has seen. Where is he? Like, Where is Mason? He's probably grown 30 years in this last year. You know, I, I have a theory that either Scott is going to date one of Mason's friends eventually, or Mason is going to lose his virginity to one of uh, Scott's like side girls, you know, I believe it. I believe it. 100%. Um, so 
I think it starts there with these weird standards of beauty. And then it kind of crossed over into a, maybe a DIY. How can you be a DIY Kardashian and not make as much as them? And I almost feel like that's where influencer culture started of like, oh, we can find this backdoor entrance and Kim and those Kardashians aren't selling tummy tea anymore. So maybe that I can sell it. That's exactly what's happening. And it is just like, it's dangerous because one, they don't have any background in dietitian or nutrition and people like live for what these influencers say will buy anything they say. So it's like, they're not doing their own research in that sense. So it's like, you're buying stuff, but who even knows what that shit's going to do to you. And like the one company they've been owned by two other companies prior and like had to pay $200 million, like to get out of a deal because they were like selling like, um, human hormone or human something in, in their, they were selling human bodies. They were actually selling human bodies. Well, (laughs) I I mean, there's a whole podcast. I mean, there's a whole series of podcasts to be done about Kardashian products Yeah, because the evolution to me is fascinating, you know? And that's why I, that's why I think that family is so fascinating to study and you, everybody like, shouldn't like, we can all make fun, but I think you got to give it up in a way, just in terms of studying them as a business model, oh like my God, they, yeah. they, they created a whole genre. I mean, like on the show, 15 seasons, we, we saw Kim when she was excited about a Carl's junior commercial and now to be on the cover of Vogue and to be like, it is that kind of trajectory. I don't think anybody will ever be able to copy it. And their episodes now are all based behind like productizing things and you don't even realize it. It's insane. You got any dirt on the Hulu deal? I was very disappointed that Andy's first question on the reunion was about why do this if you're just going to another platform and then they didn't even answer the question. Like it just, it was like the question didn't exist. They're doing like a bunch of different shows I heard um, through Hulu. So it's going to be a bunch of different things. It won't just be like the card, like keeping up with the Kardashians. It's going to be like different projects that they're interested in. Um, in that sense, I don't know. That's like poop, pooping with poosh. Exactly. Uh. Um, but another crazy thing. So this is what I heard. Um, I like, this is how I've learned that the Kardashians own the media. They want you to see what they want. So like, if you've been seeing these things that Kim Kardashian has been like dealing with like the lawsuits and like whatever else, like she was at a, she was at a party with like Drake and Kanye. Well, allegedly, like right now they are in works like talking with Kanye, but she was sleeping with Drake allegedly through the marriage of Kanye. And that's going to be coming out in a few months. Well, so do you watch the show, right? Yeah. Okay. So like I, I, there was that section of where they, in the first part where Andy was like, what, you know, Chris, you get the, the, you know, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works hard. She's like, I don't know where that comes from. That's, and all the girls were like, yeah, she works hard, but I don't know. And I was just like, wait a sec. She was saying like, I wouldn't even know who to call if I wanted to kill a story. I'm like, then you're dumb as hell because I know even who to call. And you, you know, like it was a complete weird fabrication that almost gaslit me to being like, I guess I was wrong all of these years, but the thing I, I do watch the show and the sense I get, like, I just, like Kim said in the second part, she's not as exciting or sexual that everybody makes her out to be. And I kind of like tend to believe that. I think Kim's weirdly asexual, but loves celebrity and money and power and things like this. So, so me, I hear that and I go, it just doesn't, it would shock me. Like you believe. That? I know I do just based on what I've been following in the news with them. And like, that's how I knew that they were behind the news because like the, when the Tristan stuff hit TMZ didn't even cover it. I'm like, they are in TMZ's pocket. 100%. Oh, I mean, that's always been the, well, because, yeah. uh, and I still want to know the, the, it's so weird about this. And there's two examples revolving around Tristan. And I guess that'll open the door to this is that, you know, so we found out the news about Tristan uh, cheating on Chloe initially. What was it like a day before she gave birth? Um, and yep. they, they had had that tape for months 
supposedly, if you saw the date, you know, so I was wondering what the benefit of doing it right there, because Kim, like, why didn't Chris kill that? And then the second part of it was, so the stuff with Tristan and the party, the party was Friday night, yet we find out about it on Monday. So guys, that's two days over the weekend that that story could have come out. And that is a huge story for it not to come out two days. It's almost like allegedly they would want it to come out after Sunday night's part two of the reunion where Chloe looked like a damn fool and the whole family looked like a damn fool saying how much Tristan, how, how that's exactly why that's exactly why. Yeah. And I think that there's a bigger thing going on too, because like, you hear them say with, uh, what's her name, Kylie, how she like kept her pregnancy a secret. Um, maybe Chloe wanted to have the that to herself. So they threw out the cheating thing so everyone wasn't focused on her having the baby. And now there's rumors of her having a surrogate and there's a baby coming soon. So maybe that is why. See, that's what me and my friend were always talking about, that theory of like, I bet any day now there's a baby that comes out, but we said yeah. this week, we said this like a month ago when we thought she was still going to be with Tristan. Like I, I I'm livid with Tristan. I, and it's so silly that I take these things personal, but I'm just like, fuck you. But also it's like a good, like, I don't get, I have so many female friends and I just don't get why y'all like let these douchebags, but like, it's a sickness. It's like, it's not even anything to do with Chloe at this point. He's a competitor and wanted to see if he could get her back. He did. And now he's like, I can fuck everybody else now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And at that point, it's like, if she's going to continue that, just say you have an open relationship and let it go. Like, stop saying he cheated on you because like, it is though. It's like a, it's like insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And like to her, I don't know. I, she, I feel like is dealing with who like to the moon, crazy shit in her head. And I feel like she has just tried her best to try and make it work. But it's like this guy, he, not to say anything, but like he's young. He's a, a basketball player. He's I've heard, too, that he's been like there. He's too. He's been on jets where they have like cheating in the air with these like models that come on. <laughs> it doesn't so, count if it's in the air, you guys. Exactly. It doesn't count. If it's so in the air. like there's like. I just, I don't see him ever changing. I just love, I mean, just like, it's so foreign to me. Like I am like, I, I, if anything with the girl, I just like, okay, uh, will you, can we cuddle? Like, I mean, like, I, like, and this guy's like whipping it out at parties with three women. It's like, it's insane. And I'm just like, at some point, that's not just youth. That's like, that's, it's Jack's Taylor behavior in a way, or like <laughs> oh early God, seasons, Jack's Taylor. Yeah. I just don't know what the. But the thing was really dark on the reunion. Chloe was like, uh, Andy was like, well, what's to say he won't do it again? And she said, uh, well, I just don't know why he would go through all this work to do it again. And I'm like, that's exactly why he's like a competitor. He put all that work in. Yeah. He wanted to get back and fool you. You're not fool you, but like, it's just so dark. Um so what other, uh, you got any, uh, Kanye dirt? You got any, I got And I got to tread lightly because we do. I am, I gotta say, I've been a Kanye fan. I always try to say this, but everybody seems to find these Kanye things. And he has such a passionate fan base, which at times I have really included myself in anything about him. Allegedly. I mean, all, other than like, he doesn't really have a voice right now because they're like going through the lawyers and like, they're trying, like they're from what my, my contact that I have, who is very on point with what she sends me, she's in the media. She said like, he cannot say like anything. That's why we haven't really heard from him in the sense because like, of the lawyers, the, yeah, the lawyers are still, yeah, they're still going through all that. So like, he is like lipped shut and I'm like curious to see what he's going to do. But like this whole thing where he was like with Matthew McConaughey's like ex-wife or whoever that was. Um, oh, the, Irina shake the Bradley yeah, Cooper. I'm Bradley like, Cooper I th- yeah. Bradley Cooper. I'm like, that is just like another thing to like well, throw us off. <laughs> I don't, you know, 
like I, but by the way, there was like one paparazzi photo of them in Paris where he like looked like he had the old Kanye smile. And I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, man, whatever makes you happy, I'm fine with exactly. It. But I, I really, I just hope he makes non secular music again. No offense to God if he's listening, you know, like I love your music, but I love Kanye's old stuff. Or I do just, too. Uh, you know, and I would love to hear his take musically about what's going on right now in this moment, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's all I know is that he is not saying anything because he can't. Um, oh my God, I'm almost <laughs> relieved. I'm almost relieved you didn't have more because I was like, oh, man, if I have to, I, I'm know, just gonna, I, I could know. already read the emails. I could already. I'm like, how dare you talk about him? Um <laughs> So you started out your love with Bravo. Do you still love Bravo? Do you have a yes. uh, complicated relationship with Bravo? What, what are your I feelings? do. Um, I do. I and do. that's like, it's it sucks because like I get so sucked in with this influencer stuff and I'm like, I need to go back to my passion. And like, I like love, literally- yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like once a week I'd be calling out Madison LaCroix. I'm like, I'm surprised that she hasn't sent me a cease and desist at this point. Oh, like- I think she- Guys, elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank. But with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket. And I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. 
tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Don't worry, you did not start the show over again. This is just to delineate that I am talking about our sponsor today, BetterHelp. I've been talking about them the past couple of weeks, and I could not recommend them more. This is a service that is going to pair you up with a professional licensed therapist. All you have to do is reach out and they will get back to you within 48 hours. Now, this is a service that I actually use that does help me and I could not recommend it more, especially in this day and age. Who at this point wants to drive anywhere unless it's to see your friends and have a great time? This is a great way to do this in the comfort of your own home. And what's so cool is right now, if you visit betterhelp.com forward slash so bad, they will give us so bad it's good listeners 10% off your first month. And I think that's just amazing. It's a good way to try something out that I think is going to really help fulfill you and get you to lead a better life. And, you know, we get a little discount. So that's amazing. So once again, go to betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. Now back to the show. Addison LaCroix, I kind of feel like she might like all of the attention. Oh my God. Yeah. So there was like one video um, that I like, someone had sent me from Daily Mail and she's like walking out of her house and she's like, ah. and then all of a sudden there's paparazzi there. There's no paparazzi in Charleston. Like they just don't, they're not there. No, she's they're usually at, Bra- they're at Bronwyn's house in the uh, OC yeah. usually. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So like <laughs> she definitely called them. She's got her hair done. She's like walking on the street and they're like, what do you have to say to JLo and A-Rod? She's like, and like starts walking in. I'm like, where are you walking to? Like by like the dumpsters and stuff. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> well, I love that page six little thing of like, you're welcome for the Ben Affleck JLo stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> but exactly. I try to point out to the audience that pop culture is circular and these same, same patterns keep repeated again and again, and it's all connected. And I love I love that Madison LaCroix is connected through a rod that potentially triggered the the Benefer 2.0. And what is your take on Benefer 2.0 in the sense that I personally think it's real, but I also personally think that they want um, the attention and the photos and all of this. These There are a lot of staged photos. At first, I thought it was staged. I was like, I'm not getting into this. I am not biting. I'm not getting my heart broken again. Like, this is not, this is not, if we're not going there. And now it's like, yeah, there's definitely times where they're staged, like that kissing that they did at the restaurant. Like, that was 100% like 
paparazzi called, but oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think maybe it's real. I just, I still don't know. I'm still on the edge. I know there's like, they're everywhere. They're with their kids and all that sense, but I still don't, I still don't feel and that I it's feel like, like they, I feel like they feel that. And I feel like they're eventually going to have sex on camera and show us I, I just to so prove too. it. They're like, this is how real it is. You guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> but why do we, in your take, I mean, you do follow all of this stuff. Why do we care? Like, I love what you just said about, I don't, don't break my heart again, you guys, like, cause you, we do get so personally invested and, you know, there is so much passion from the audience and from us, uh, people that are talking about it in our daily lives. What, why, why do we do this? I think is you're always rooting for the happy ending. We always want to see the good and stuff. And it's like, like when he left her and all that crazy shit that happened there. And it's like, Oh my God, now it's a second chance. Like it's the one that got away from her. And it's like, everyone's rooting for her. It's like, we're rooting for you. Like we're all rooting. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just like chasing after like that euphoria almost of like that perfect sense that like we're never going to have like in our day-to-day basis. So it's like living in the, like the fakeality almost of like wanting to see that perfect picture that like we don't have in a day-to-day like, and I think the fallacy that we know deep down in our hearts and, and minds and souls is that it doesn't exist. Like, is exactly. That, is that exactly. their life is potentially as miserable as our lives. And that, but, I mean, but we want it. We want aspirational. Yes. And I think that really is where Bravo comes into play a lot because I how Bravo started, I believe, is very aspirational. We believe that this kind of wealth was attainable, just like, you know, the beauty standards of the Kardashians. Bravo brought this kind of wealth and ele- elegance to a degree. But you're like, wow, Beverly Hills. And then. Even lately, you know, we're finding out that like maybe money isn't gotten the right ways. Jen Shaw and and Erica Jane, like there has been a transformation that Bravo has gone through. Do you think? I think so. 100%. And now it's like, you really look into these people. Like I was sat on the Jen Shaw call, like the court case oh, you, here. You were, <laughs> you, you'll be able to tell your grandkids one day that I was on I was that there. Jen Shaw call. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like she, ha- she owns no property, nothing. She rents everything. Like Me and she, you both girl. Same. I mean, but it's <laughs> like, you look at these people and these lives they live and it's not really what it is in real life. And it's like, then you really unpeel the layers and you're like, they're just like us. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, it's the, the same the thing with it, but it's the same. Like we do it on a smaller scale with Instagram, I guess. I mean, not my, I do oh, a lot yeah. of stupid memes, but if you, you know, your personal account, you post the best photo of yourself. You post, I've seen girls untag themselves on Facebook when their friends put like, Oh, how dare her post that photo of me? I will untag myself. Like it starts in those small ways. And then, but but then is there an aspect of it too, where I always question the deeper I get into this? I'm like, am I just paranoid about everything? Is there anything real? Cause I always now look for the meaning behind it. Like nothing is as it seems. I, I literally say that all the time. I'm like, I feel like this is all planned and staged. Like nothing is real. And like talking with like Kyle and like, well, I saw them last Friday. Wait, but, like, Kyle jumping- and Carl? Kyle, Carl and Amanda. I was oh, with last Friday. Oh, boy in the house. <laughs> yeah. So you were at the Chicago meet and greet? Yeah. So they met Kyle. Carl, me is, is, and that, I, is, is the rumor true that you went home with Carl? I, I got a, a my source is never wrong. <laughs> yeah. And she said you went home with Cotton. I wish I wish. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, no. there was 30 girls that I know that are like podcast listeners and friends that all like were literally like, I'm going to bring Carl home tonight. And like, I was just like, <laughs> everyone was trying. Every Kyle's <laughs> like, Kyle's like every girl that has gone up to her, gone up to him has either tried to hit on him or said like, I have someone to hook you up with. Like <laughs> Carl is the bell of the ball, man. Like exactly. this is, it's, it's going to be so much pressure. So wait, so was that awesome meeting them? Were they, and did you tell uh, them who was- you were? 
Yeah, so I talk to Kyle a lot. Um, he's Tell one him of to my come lo- on this podcast, please. I will. He's one of my biggest fans. I will say that. Um, Amanda's I like, I hear your voice. She's like, I hear your voice every night in bed. Like, he's like watching my stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. He's like, she's like, we have some of the best sex we've ever had watching your stories. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so he, like, they're awesome. They're just like how yeah. they are on TV in person. They're so, like, I just like I was hanging out with friends. They were like low-key and like, obviously they had everyone coming up to them, like asking for pictures, but Kyle's like talking to me, like, cause we both, like, there was like this whole conspiracy with Giggly Squad 2.0 that. I saw that. They, and they, he even actually said, he's like, oh, didn't he comment on something? Like, yeah, you, you, he did. you think that I did like, or what was that? But they thing? paid me that, that Kyle. You're part of Big Summer me. House. You're, you're, exactly. you're paid by my, my, uh, Monday co-host Sophie Ross is That's also paid. She's paid by Big Summer House as well. So, yeah. They said me and Sophie were best friends and that we are paid by (laughs) Kyle and Amanda. That's I cannot wait to text Sophie this that I talked (laughs) to you today. Um, But they were great. They always they just seem like really great, genuine people that like to get drunk, which is like, I'm there for that, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're so funny. Um, They're starting to film next week, allegedly. Um, but they, they're awesome. They were very kind. Like, it just was like, we were just talking about everything. And like, I asked them about the wedding, which is in September. And they, like, I was like, is Hannah invited? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think at this point yeah. that ship might've sailed. I mean, I think it feel like it got really personal and, uh, oh, for my God, all yeah. of us, um, is allegedly our page and Sierra back. I don't know about Sierra, but Pages. Yeah. Um, I you don't, know allegedly I, if there's any new cast members, allegedly? If I say allegedly, it doesn't count. <laughs> um, allegedly, there might be some from Winter House. I uh, don't know which ones. Lin- but there Lindsay's might be. stupid model boyfriend. Problem. Oh, Maybe. I heard they're not dating guy. anymore, though. I heard they're yeah, not dating. Yeah, but I hear they hang out a lot, though. So still, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard there's going to be some from there, but not a big change coming um, in. So you love Summer House. How did we get off to Summer House? We were talking about Bravo, know, the aspirational. They, the audience is used to this. I go everywhere. So the, uh, but the aspirational and then Erica Jane and Jen Shaw. So the Erica Jane stuff, I've hit it so hard on this podcast. I'm, yeah. and, but, but this is how an example of how dark my mind is now from doing all of this stuff is that Erica Jane lets us see photos of her pumping gas yesterday and i use so the word staged. let's us you guys and she looks horrible by design she's still pumping the gas one of my somebody said of like a really nice car but her assistant is her assistant's right behind her but if this is how my mind works is that i'm like that's completely staged i don't believe oh, I said that for us a, a second i said that as soon as i saw them i'm like she definitely t- tipped off or went somewhere where the paparazzi is that was staged. She looked disheveled on purpose. She did and that why, on why purpose. Why, in your opinion, would somebody do that? To make you feel bad for her. To make you think like, oh, poor her. She is going through it. Maybe she isn't guilty. To try and swing it back into her favor. And it's like, girl, you lost me at like the money, whatever song you- I mean, you- girl, you lost me <laughs> in your second season when I started realizing all of your stuff was like substance, like style over substance, you exactly. know? Like all of her lines were written. I, I you know, but- what did you think of the Tom Girardi photo from Pasadena yesterday where he was eating with now it came out that it was supposedly his yeah. pretty blonde real uh, travel agent. Tor- yeah. Travel what, agent. What? But I'm like, who's p- first I was like, who's picking up that bill? Because like, what is he even, but also where's he traveling? I mean, like, exactly. I can't, what? 
Um, but like, yeah, he, like they, it's just like, I think it's just very much stage crap. And I don't believe the whole time. You think that was even staged? Yes. Um, like that would make him look bad because he's supposed to be like incapacitated almost with Alzheimer's disease. I know. I don't know. I just, I don't believe anything that comes out of their camps. I feel like everything is an opportunity or maybe, I don't know. I just don't, I don't believe it. That's what I'm saying. Like our minds are like (laughs) just pickled now where I'm just like, I don't even know. And the thing is the Pasadena house is up for sale. He's allowed to live in there during like, could I like schedule a meeting to go check the house out and just say, I'm like a, I'm wealthy. I'm a wealthy (laughs) boat captain, you know, like, and then just like, Tom, are you in here? You know? Hey, Tom. Tom, Mr. Girardi, it's the press. I um, just like the whole case is just crazy to me. I mean, Bravo, Bravo, Ducking Bravo did that huge like deep dive into it. I'm and, like, and then Bravo Bone Collector did part yes. three or four today of her Erica Jane, their Erica Jane coverage. And uh, I, I do find it potentially funny I just made a meme earlier of like uh, Erica Jane, like a Scooby-Doo thing of like, I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you pesky Bravo (laughs) meme makers because I don't think any of these Bravo people count on how hard you guys go, you know? Oh my God, they don't. And like sometimes I'm like, when I post stuff, I sometimes I'm like, I think I'm going like too, like too extreme with this. And then I'm like, mm, not really. Like they're putting themselves out there. So I might as well just like go for it. Um, But like- I did this. uh, No, no. I did this thing on Twitter and this is like, I'll do that just with humor where I I just don't sometimes know the stop button. And then I saw this horrible story, you guys, that Chris Brown was uh, arrested again or or, uh, charged again with a potential, um, you know, hit a woman again. Oh, my God. I think it was COVID. Not COVID. It was somewhere like in Calabasas or something like that. So and I wrote nature is healing question mark because this guy will keep doing this again and again. I'm sorry. If you're a Chris Brown fan, but I checked out after the Rihanna thing. Oh yeah, but it's like it, it, it's like these patterns of behavior are just I- insane. But uh, anyways, the nature is healing. Somebody wrote about that and said, "Well, that's too far. You're making fun of abuse." I was like, "No, I'm making. I'm. Tr- I thought the joke was I'm making fun of this dipshit that keeps doing the same thing again and again and again, and yeah. he's not fully pulled away. You know." I die for your memes. I like always look forward to them. On I'm, I'm such a, but it's like, so it, it's like, sometimes <laughs> okay. I, I feel it. And sometimes I'm just like, this is There's, so dumb. Like, this is so, what They're am I, so on point though. Every dude, what am I doing head. with my life? Um, So what is the, what is the scariest DM? Like, have you, what is the meanest DM you've gotten from a Bravo lab? Has anybody gone hard at you Bravo lab wise? I know the Guggly, the Giggly squad did. Yeah. Um, The only scariest one I've gotten is Teresa Judice. Um, I basically, yeah. Was was it about the Louis? Was it about the Louis? Okay. You guys, I did a dramatic reading of Louis. Like, (laughs) I want to come home to you. If you will allow me and marry you. And put another baby in you and all the scary say it louder. Balls. Say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's from your brain. What does your heart say? Do you what does her? your heart say? Yeah, yeah. I want to, if that is okay with you. <laughs> say you Sorry. love her. Say you love her. <laughs> I love you. If that is okay with you. <laughs> Why do you love her? <laughs> that's like, could you imagine the other people just walking on the beach, like a nice beach stroll, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I think I've seen a terrorist group on the beach. Wait, so you posted that. Um, no, so this was before this. So I um, know some people in New Jersey and they <laughs> sent me this article that like he was allegedly a manager for some sex club in Jersey. And it was it was picked up in Jersey. I've this heard article. a lot of sex rumors about this dude. Yeah. Like he loves the sex. 
Yeah. So I posted it and it, like Kim Z's commenting in it. Like he has like abused his like, like feature people, all this stuff. So all of a sudden, and this is like when I had like 1200 followers. So like really wasn't much, like when I had moved over to Instagram and I was posting from TikTok to Instagram and I get a DM. Hi, how are you? Can you please take the video down from Louie? I'm like, holy shit, Tracy's in my DMs. I'm like, absolutely. I'm good. Thank you. Um, I'm doing good. Thank you. Yes, I will take it down. But like literally a week, and I, I hear she does it all the time to try and like stop it. But like then a week later, page six picked it up. So it was like all over the news. But like that, I think was like the scariest from that sense. I don't think like I've had any other, like other than Kim Bierman, Zolciak, oh, wait, wait, psychopath. Wait, what, what did Kim do? I exposed, she kept saying that they weren't doing any plastic surgery. So I exposed that. <laughs> well, I exposed I that yesterday. I tend to believe Kim on this one. I don't think they've done anything. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, I'm I'm, jo- are you fucking uh, kidding me? I'm totally kidding, joking. I'm kidding, what are you? I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you I'm should like, start you the rumor that. Drinking? You should start the rumor that Croy has butt implants because my, yeah. my friend Maritza, who makes all my graphics, always says how much junk in the trunk Troy yeah, has. And they uh, do love those BBLs. I mean, they're all wait, for what it. Is B, what does BBL say? The for? Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's like dangerous potentially, right? You yeah, can die so that's a Brazilian butt lift. I, I kept seeing Kim like comment everywhere. I'm blocked now from her, but like I kept seeing her all over saying, like, my daughters don't have any plastic surgery, all this stuff. And like, lo and behold, that's why I swear TikTok like stalks your life when you go over. So I go over to TikTok and I find this video of this plastic surgeon who's just going through all the procedures that Brielle has had done. So I'm like, mm, save, post to Instagram, <laughs> tag Kim. And Kim like literally was threatening like a cease and desist. I'm like, for what? Like, for what posting somebody's so video if she, she gets in their dms and goes i'm gonna you're gonna get you're getting a cease and desist from me yeah that, what she that was yesterday yeah oh <laughs> yesterday and what do you say back i didn't reply. you say big I fan just, oh okay. i left it on i just leave it on read and then i go i keep going <laughs> oh my god see i i just don't like one time lala like i posted a weird photo of her and i all of a sudden saw her name this is like a year and uh, this is like a year and two months or something. And I saw her name and I literally just almost shit myself. Cause I was like, <laughs> it's like, you just don't want to ever think of them as real people. I, it's like, really, it's a, such a bizarre thing yeah. in my mind. Like I can't, like, I don't want to think about Jack's like trying to breastfeed his child because I don't want to get a <laughs> child involved, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's like, I even have limits, so I don't like, but I want to be able to make the jokes I want to make. It's, it's so it's deranged that this is, I even think about this. It is like, and then I think that I'm like thinking about like Leanne Lachlan, um, because I said she was the one that exposed Dallas. Yeah. Real Houses of Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. She was the one that exposed Brandy's husband for like that makeout, but I think it was drug deal. Um, in Vegas, you you guys, if you watch that video closely, you'll see a pass off of something in the hand. And I, you know, I, you guys know, I used to manage a nightclub and that I'm very like aware of those things. You know, it's usually a baggie or it's like a really thing hand over really quick and you know it's also a sleight of hand where if you distract up top you won't see what's going on in the the hand area you know um but i also think he was cheating as well potentially i mean oh yeah he was making so out too. with that girl yeah uh, do you got any dallas dirt you know anything about the castings i'm hearing they're starting <sighs> filming soon so allegedly um i mean i allegedly kim and carrie with a k and jen are trying to get stuff on tiffany um to take her down like they're trying to dig up stuff they're like paying off her 
husband's like old ex coworkers that had lawsuits against them to try and like get them to come forward and reopen suits to like get Tiffany off the show. Um, I've heard that, which is like insane. <laughs> we need uh, a show one day, or maybe you can host this show where it's like, we find out years later what these ladies went through to try to take down other ladies, because it feels like a whole cottage industry has been created. This is what I was talking about. Like it's start- Bravo started off as these friendships of these rich women. And now yeah. it's like, there's like casting going on and like women buying houses to try to get on the show. And it's like, I feel like there's this whole secondary market that's been created by all of these ladies trying to get on the show, trying to stay on the show or getting people off the show. It's, it's crazy. I don't know if Kim will come back. I I'm thinking they're going to do a whole recast. I feel like it's a very, I mean, not everybody, but I think they'll do a big one. It's not a, a very expensive show to put together, produce. I heard it's the least expensive out of all the real housewives. So it wouldn't surprise me if they, were to do a recast of the ladies. Um, but I don't know. I, I I got the feeling last year that Brandy and Steph were not coming back on their podcast. It just sounded like that. But well, I know Stephanie's husband, isn't he one of the producers on the show? Or is that that's a rumor? A, I think it's a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard that. Um, but I've had one housewife say that it wasn't true, but obviously she's probably covering but, but I, you know steph's a beautiful lady and i've liked her in the past but she yeah. doesn't really have much to offer except that she obviously enjoys anal sex which is totally fine but that's like it was brought up like every episode of dallas this season Seriously. i felt like it was like, like very bizarre what did you think of the real housewives of orange county casting news and the secondary show that we've been seeing this last week of these ladies that have been off the show now doing everything in their power to show us that they're vital women, viable women you know I'm happy Heather's coming back. I loved her. On I love her too. Yeah. Um, I'm happy she's coming back. I DM'd, I've talked to Tamara before. So I've asked her, uh, I asked her playing out when I kept seeing the rumors. I'm like, are you coming back? And she's like, I'm still thinking about it. It's really hard. Like not being on TV for so, was so she, long. Was, was she offered? She was offered. She just okay. hadn't decided. So that's what she said. Um, I had shared those DMs just because I was like, I'm not, this is not allegedly, this is coming right from her. Um, but then like Kelly died. Can we just cancel her? She's losing so her goddamn So this is mind. what I kind of wanted to get to is that like, we get this announcement that not only, and I thought Bravo, I thought this casting was so well done because all of a sudden you had this Heather news to combat the Kelly news and Kelly, yep. like I always say in the podcast, I recognize she is extremely popular. I don't know with who, but I'm happy everybody has somebody, but they were able to put that news with this news. And even funnier was that the Bronwyn and Elizabeth Vargas was like <laughs> hidden in the article. I didn't even realize at first because I was so excited about the other news. And then I was like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this all happens, you guys. And then what we've seen since then is like <laughs> Kelly all of a sudden has been everywhere. She's on a boat with Trump flags. Uh, she lets us know immediately that her and Rick Leventhal got like Lyme's <laughs> disease in Costa Rica. That has disappeared. But that came out like five days ago. Haven't heard about it since. But we've also found out it doesn't stop you guys. Jolie, her daughter, got COVID, has COVID right now. She has a video of her going, Kelly going, I thought it was done. Like, and then today we get video of her and Rick Leventhal getting their first, uh, their, their, their Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Cause Rick says it's only one shot. And, but the thing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, didn't she say she got the vaccine like weeks ago and some in comment February. of like, Oh, me and all my friends already got it. So shut up. You know, she's in a video. Um, give them Kamala, the Instagram. I love her. She yeah. posted the video and said, <laughs> it's Kelly. Like, yeah, we all got our vaccines and this was back in February, 
But also to, to go on your thing, her story, she then throws Heather Dubrow's son under the bus and says she got COVID what? in December from well, Heather Dubrow's son. And then I'm like, is there like a secondary child dating pool OC thing happening? But well, we also got that Dumas posting of that Heather and uh, the Heather and her husband, uh, botched guy, were at dinner with Rick and Kelly. But we don't see Rick and Kelly. Is it true or is it a rumor? I think it was a rumor. I didn't believe it. But then um, now it, it gives it new life, though, to even think that Jolie's hanging out with uh, Heather's son. Yeah, I mean. Or, I mean, maybe, know. well, no. So that happened in, she was like, when they're at the, in God, January, I just, she said, yes. Yeah, so like, like, why are they hanging out on an important holiday? I, I, I'm confused. Exactly. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. With that. Like, is anything real? Is everybody is Kelly? Kelly's probably a Democrat and she's playing the character of Kelly Dodd. I we think, have no clue. You know, I think so too. She's a it's Broadway like, actress named Stephanie. You know, Jolie's not even her daughter. The, and then people were posting that video of her walking across with like her Rick on, on air. And she's like, giving the finger. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, at that point, that's when Rick was asked not to come back to Fox News and fire. Yeah, Rick, you guys lost his job. Uh, his contract was not renewed. So he is not on the housewives of Fox news anymore, but it is bizarre, but it's like, and then on Bronwyn, we get Bronwyn's announcement. Like, so we have that Kelly Dodd debacle with the text messaging and that plays right into Bronwyn's hand because Bronwyn did a full press tour just off those text messages. But then we get People Magazine and everybody reporting today that she is now in a relationship with Francesca, who is like on, was Tamara's trainer for one season or something. And it's yeah. like, and Bronwyn in her goodbye message, as well as, as, Vargas Elizabeth Vargas vodka. Uh, she said, "Please stay and can follow my journey." And I'm like, "This is to me like the influencer crap of Bravo, where I'm like, no, oh, you're yeah. not on the show. I don't want to follow your journey. Like, I'll follow it when you're back on the show. I have I have things to do, you know." So I have somebody in my DMs that gets the press, the pre uh, like the press packages from these people to try and pitch them for yeah. commercials and stuff. So I have Bronwyn's. It's so ridiculous. Like overcome, she overcame alcohol and drugs, and now she's this new spirit, and she's just trying to live her best she's life. She's a I'm phoenix like <laughs> rising from the ashes. <laughs> yeah. It's always like it's the like same verbiage. Yeah, it's it's well because these you know these PR people do it all the same way, kind of, and and I I get it, and I hope to one day be included on those emails. Yeah, but it is funny. Like I it, it, once again, like I asked you earlier, like why are we so obsessed with this? I I want to ask these ladies, why are you guys so obsessed with this? Like why does this matter so much to you? Like I, I that's the thing. If we're gonna continue casting blindly with housewives like Survivor now, then I feel like they need to introduce us of like, hi, my name's so and so, and this is why I wanted to be on the show. Like, I want to know because at this point, I know it's not actual relationships with the ladies. It should be like it should be a voting game that we all Bravo fans should be able to put our two cents in of who we want on these shows. It should be yeah. like they should do this whole thing of like, hi, I'm fake Melissa Gorga. God. But like, I just like fake my storyline every year. And like, <laughs> what about another show you host where it goes down in the DMs and we, we highlight arguments that uh, fans get into with Bravo celebrities. Exactly. Like we, That'd yeah. be a good <laughs> if, if somebody steals that from, I'm going to kill you. I swear to God, I will cut you if you, um, uh, do you have a little bit more time? Are you, are you in a rush? Yeah. Are you okay? No, I'm good. Cool. Um, just two more hours. And, uh, <laughs> we, we go, so we have that. 
But speaking about like all of these show ideas and stuff, what I love about Bravo is that I feel like they're finally getting their head in the game. They're finally like listening to all of us. They're making it a Bravo multiverse, like 90 day fiance. And I even today woke up to the news where all like Luann was posting pictures with Dr. Wendy and Karen from Potomac. They seem to all have landed in New York. And uh, I, I read somewhere a rumor saying that they are there for filming out like a, they're, they're doing a pilot for filming like a night out with housewives and Andy's involved. Have you heard this? I have not heard that, but that sounds amazing. Doesn't that it sound sounds amazing? amazing? Like, yes, it's, it's kind of like in that thing of the Peacock real housewives, all-star mashup, which, which they're not calling all-stars. They're calling it real housewives mashup, I guess, which is yeah. so dumb. Like what a dumb like, name. Yeah. Like, we can do better than that. But I like the fact that they're, in you know playing with the crossover these. yeah yeah i feel like it's um, a way to keep these ladies involved even if they're potentially not on the show anymore absolutely i have been dming bravo tv and andy for the last two weeks about having a sonia morgan and josh flag tv show like i would watch that every single week do Did you, you go back that? and forth with andy um, no, he doesn't answer my DMs. I just keep sending it. To, hopefully one day he'll open it. But like, I know I feel like eventually I have to like throw a dick pic in there just to get him to open it. Or <laughs> oh, like, what's up, King? You know? <laughs> um, yeah, the Josh Flag, Sonia Morgan stuff was like that to me made me so proud of Sonia because I was like, you know, I, I was an acting teacher and we always told the students create your own content. And here is somebody that like, okay, you won't you won't give me like this show. I'm going to show you the show. And yes. she did. Like, we it all want to so see good. the Josh Flag Sonia show. It was so good. When she flooded the from the tub and, like, it was leaking into his kitchen, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great weekend. This is going to be a great yeah. weekend of content. Like, I mean, I almost think, did they have cameras there? Did I mean, was they were they filming a pilot? He, like, I never know. He does a vlog. Um, so I know that. I, he hasn't released any of that footage from there, but he does, like, a daily vlog where he's videoing everything that he's doing on a day-to-day basis. So it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I would literally watch that because they are hilarious together. Yeah. I mean, so what is your what is your favorite show to watch right now? Um, I would say Beverly Hills, probably, because I love Kathy Hilton. I'm, like, yeah, sucked I mean, into really, her. I, I know we all say the same thing, you guys, but it's it, we say it for a reason. Like, some things are just true, you know? And she is just it's, magical. And I like that they're not overusing her. I like that she's, yeah. like, a, a peppering in. And I'm, I am kind of curious if Kathy can withstand her own storyline one day. And I don't <laughs> – like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she could handle it, like, I – it is kind of nice to get them like warmed up. We're all such fans. And then each week I'm just thankful that she hasn't screwed it up yet. Like, you Same. know, like, I'm always like, come on, let's, let's yeah. get to the end of the show. Like, but she, I mean, oh my God, I've hated Beverly Hills for so long. They have like, tr- they've tired out storylines every single season. And this season I'm like, finally, it's like refreshing. And it's like, I'm not annoyed at the end of the show. And I want to like, I want more, like I want more <laughs> of What's it. the show you least like to watch right now? Uh, Below Deck was painful to watch. Why? Um, I, I like don't the whole know. JL. I, I like the whole. Like, I did. See, I think I just. I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Um, I just. I couldn't get into it. But I do. I like. I talked to Danny. I love her. I got into it like through. I stopped watching it on TV and started watching it through Bravo. Bravo ducking Bravo, which was way more entertaining. But like, I just, oh, because she, she posted in her stories. Yeah, she does like a re. She does like a like her reaction during the show, and (laughs) she like goes through it. See, I'm too. I can't do like you guys that show your faces on these things. I can bear. I'll I'll, like sometimes (laughs) do it like to try to be brave, but I could never talk to the camera. I just don't want to get comments of like you fucking ugly, bro. You know, like I don't. I get it all the time. I don't see. I don't want you a snaggle tooth. Your 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 face is fat. I'm like, thank you. See, that would hurt me too much. Does that hurt you ever? Like, no. I mean. 
I'm like fine with myself. I go on. But you're, with, like, but, that- but you're, you're good looking, so you don't have to yeah. worry about <laughs> it. But like, but I do want to point out, she does this thing and I, I think it's a, she, she has like a Janet Jackson, mic, a headset where she'll talk into the headset, but that doesn't even actually work. Does it? That's just like a, prop. no, it doesn't. It's a prop. It's a prop. <laughs> That's, that's amazing. But yeah, people, and like, that's one thing too. I think that like, it's so fascinating. People are fascinated about me because I'm in your face. Like I'm showing my face and talking and like putting myself out there. But like, yeah, there are some psycho people like that are in my DMs and go so hard. Like this woman literally wrote like a paragraph I don't even know. It had to been a book of like how, why she hated me. Like every feature yeah. of like my face. I'm like, do you feel better now? <laughs> block. But I was just like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Block. You know, like I, yeah. like, well, but sometimes like I just, it gets frustrating when it's like they, if you don't know my account, like most of the stuff is silly. Like I'll post some real stuff here and there, like in my stories, but it's mainly to try to get a laugh or to try to make myself laugh. And then when, like I posted this Rinna thing about her wearing a wire with Erica Jane. And I mentioned this on yesterday's show, but like, I still was thinking about it. This girl going like, it's always the people that see it 12 hours later. It's like when it filters (laughs) down to people and then it's like, they don't even follow you. And they're like, there's no physical way she's wearing a wire. It just wouldn't be possible. And the mics would pick it up. And, and how dare you leave? Lisa's a godly woman. And I was like, I'm like, why would you ever do this? And I'm like, welcome to my account. I, I don't know. And I yeah. go, but like, I realized I don't have time to write this out. So I just block them. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to save you from the pain that'll my account exactly. will cause you, you know, <laughs> that is exactly what happens. And like, I, I am so behind on all my DMS and my request to box, but I got to, it's so bad. I got to one yesterday and it was like, I think they had reacted to every single story of mine that I've posted since I started. And it was like, all these things wrong. I'm like, I'm just going to do the favor and block you. So you don't get triggered by my stories anymore. Cause clearly you like are like, you live to like lose your mind of like, <laughs> like of everything that I'm doing wrong. So I'm going to do you the favor and block you. <laughs> I had, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so bad. At the DMs too. And I've had, I've had, I've missed like people wanting to like give me stuff or something and I've missed <laughs> it entirely. And then, so finally I remember the day I found and I was like, okay, the next one that offers me something, I'm going to take it. And it was this thing. I think I forgot what it was called, but it was like a nut shaver. <laughs> and it was like, you'd be perfect to try out our nut. Sh- do that. Like, I was like, okay, send me a nut shaver. And then they, then they were like, cool. All you have to do is send us $40 for shipping and handling. And I was like, what? They're trying to charge me for the nut shaver. I was like, I was so embarrassed. And I was like, I'm not interested in the nut shaver anymore. You know? That's literally. <laughs> I, can't an, I can't be an influencer. I can't be an influencer. Um, it's crazy. Uh, so, uh, so the, the Bravo audience, like who do you think the best Bravo liberty that is also trying to be an influencer is like, is there a crossover in those two communities? God, I mean, she's not the best. I can't stand her, but Gretchen Rossi. Um, I mean, she but is, Gretchen, isn't she, I've seen a lot of pictures. Isn't she a porcelain doll? Isn't, <laughs> she's she, no doesn't, she doesn't exist now she, how is that with somebody with no nose or facial features is that hard for her as an influence she oh my god she came for me last week telling me she's gonna sue me her attorney was gonna sue me because i was like calling her out about like the modair stuff um that she's what's shelling modair? what's modair it's like this fat trim product that she shells but then she also shells like the 310 shake so i'm like what is it gretchen like how are you losing weight like what? <laughs> her poor and, if she is doing this her poor stomach with all of that and those stuff in her you know and like the military it's an mlm um scheme so i the person that signed her up was in my dms telling me that she got signed up like just a month ago so i'm like how do you how are you saying this product even works if you only have been using it for like a week and she just like went off so it was like i have this whole highlight just gretchen 
Gretchen Rossi of how she's DMing. Oh, I've got to check <laughs> that out. It's oh hilarious. It's it's hilarious. It is probably one of the best works I've done in a long time. Um, it, with it her. is fascinating though because you do notice that okay, Gretchen has a little bit of an audience, unfortunately, and Kelly has a huge audience. You know, oh and God, it's like yeah. it's very interesting what you know. It's like it's what we're attracted to. Of like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust or take any of Gretchen's advice or word. Like, and that, and that's potent, that's just from watching her on the show. I wouldn't, you know, like, I was just like, exactly. I wouldn't trust her with anything. And the fact that she faced, like once somebody face tunes their baby, I'm out. Like I'm out. I don't need to see, like, I'm sorry. You don't need to face tune a baby. They are God's creatures. You guys, you do exactly. not need to face tune a baby, you know, um, except for that Renesme from twilight. That girl was <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, so so I I they they make a full living off doing this. Is that how MLMs and influencers like how much can oh, they yeah. make doing this? So some of them are like Gretchen's the person that signed Gretchen up is making like forty thousand dollars a month. I'm not even kidding you either. Like that's what? how much she is shelling. She's like, like at how, the top. So Gretchen like, has to sign up people to like make the money or to buy the yes. products or to buy to start keep selling. She's got to like she's got to okay. sell the products and get people to sign up underneath of her to sell, and then she makes commission off of the people that sell for her, and then like the people above her. But like only one percent, I would say, of them are making like actual money. I said like everyone else just like barely barely skates by with the, with those products. But, but like, it's unfair because people like this, she's using her like Bravo influence of people probably just wanting to like talk to a Bravo lab, you know. She's doing everything. She does like the Monet too, which is like that hair care thing. So she's like in so many MLM schemes, like just shelling. And so is Emily from Real Housewives of OC. She does it too. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way, I'm excited to see Emily's new hip in action this next season. I'm happy they kept her, you know? Um, I did not recognize. Did you see? She posted a photo. I did not recognize her. Um, she posted a photo last week. I'm like, that does not even look like her from, and I think she's gotten well, like, a lot of. Like she had a lot of work done or she just yeah, did, on her a, face, did a lot of. I, uh, I did not recognize her. Are you sure that wasn't Shane? <laughs> so, but no. The attorney? Somebody, I have this, uh, my friends that used to run Ramona Facts, which I wish they would keep posting again, but they will always sign me up for like email. So like all of a sudden I start, I got signed up to Emily Simpson workout emails where <laughs> she was trying to sell this like, you know, healthy lifestyle program. And I was like, and I've been on this email list for like six months and I was like watching the show at the time. I'm like, you just started on your healthy lifestyle. How would you ever be able to tell me about a healthy lifestyle? Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's see, let, like talk to us in like two years and see if it's exactly. Sticks, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, how much do you think these Bravo Lebs make just filming? Cause I know it's like, I was hearing some, I was hearing this ridiculous thing where they were trying to get a Vanderpump rules person, allegedly two grand for the season. Not two grand per episode, I believe two grand it. for the season. I and and this person did not take that offer and it will not be on the show, you know? I believe it. Um, I think anywhere from like five, I mean, 2000, I feel like is a little, I would say like 5,000 all the way up to like, I like, don't know. I think there's some I know the bigger like ones. 000. Like, yeah, I think the bigger ones yeah. did start making in the hundreds of thousands. You know. Oh yeah, but I think the ones that are like lo like low key, probably between five to ten thousand a season, if that, depending on how good their their rep is. But I think starting out, I would say it's probably pretty low. So Bravo is almost driving people to MLMs to their Bravo <laughs> pretty lebs much. To MLMs. You know. I mean, and then you've got pay like, your Bravo lebs a living yeah. wage. I mean, and then like the whole thing, like I didn't cover this whole thing about loop rings, but like Teresa Judice does it. And what are um, loop rings? 
like you, you basically are the sponsor of a giveaway. And then everyone that's in that giveaway, like, let's say there's 50 people have to pay this marketing company, like a thousand to $2,500 to get in. And then Teresa will tell these people, we have a giveaway. You have to go over to this page and follow everybody on here. So like the people that are paying for it are getting all these new followers, but like Teresa's getting a big cut of that. So like they can then walk wouldn't away they just like, unfollow the people after the they giveaway? do. It's like the biggest scam on, well, on Instagram. I was saving this for you. And I think you might've mentioned this already, but I was checking my junk mail and always with junk mail. Mm-hmm. It's like this, like I go in there, like so hopeful that like some amazing thing is going to be presented in <laughs> my junk mail. It's like a surprise, like Ryan, what's up? We want you to audition for this. And it's always just like increase your penis size. And like, which is, <laughs> I'm very thankful for, but um, there was one in there about Brittany Cartwright from Vanderpump Rules. Oh. And I I think this is what you were talking about yeah. was that she was partnering with a bunch of fantastic people or something and I could get in on this if I wanted to. I don't even know how I got on this list, but I have this email, it was in my junk mail, but it was Brittany doing a loop giveaway? or loop Brittany thing? is queen of them. And she sends them to everybody, like not just like our accounts, but like dog accounts, like everybody to try and get people in to like buy it. Cause like they ultimately end up with whatever percent of that fee that goes into it. But it's the biggest scam because you end up getting like all these like fraudulent accounts following you. And it's like, then Instagram ticks you, like ticks against you and you lose your engagement because like you paid for a huge increase of followers that then dropped. Like, I think Hannah Burner did it last month. She gained like 30,000 followers and dropped 10,000 like five days later. Hannah bought followers? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Allegedly. So, allegedly. 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 Um, uh, oh, did I lose you? Oh, no, I'm here. So, oh, wait. Um, that's fascinating. But like, the, the, I was talking about this the other day is that like, sometimes do you think it's like just lack of foresight where it's like, if you get too deep into all of these, like, cr- like trying to take the easy money with like cheap products, don't you kind of ruin your overall brand anyways? Like I know Jackson and Brittany are just trying to get money coming in, but don't you think it eventually yeah. ruins it for them? You do. You do. I mean, like it, you're not like, I feel like it's getting to the point where these people are like, it's not real. Like I saw this one Instagram page. She had like 2 million followers and I just was curious. I went on and looked and like half of her followers are bought. And it's like, how really authentic are you? So it's like this facade of like, Oh my God, they have this many followers. They're like, they were on Vanderpump rules, but like, they're just not authentic. And it's like, they just, and you can just tell like they're desperate for deals. They literally like Brax uh, Jacks on the Zoc doc that he did like last week, like screaming for a doctor on the streets. I, and it's, I saw that. It was like somebody like I'm blocked by him, obviously, but other people were sending me his commercial too. he did. And, and I just like, there was a, I laughed, but then I kind of felt sad. And I was just like this, this, you know, like, you know, these people like these reality stars, it's like NFL players after their careers, they're getting thrown out into the streets with potential CTE brain damage. Yeah. And they don't know how to make a living. And all of a sudden, you you know, you wake up and your neighbor is screaming about like some kind of like burger thing, you know, like it's weird. It's, it's, and it, cause they don't like the, it's like, they're not the cast of friends because the cast of friends actually knew how to act and direct and write and produce. They're just reality stars in a lot of times, you know, that's, I had a, like Steven from summer house was one of my first interviews that I ever did on live. Like he somehow like randomly joined my live. And like, yeah. that's one of the questions I asked him is like, how do you like go on from like being in front of the camera for like two seasons? And then it just stops. And he's like, he's like, nobody checks in on you. It's like, he's like, think I had the Torquist twins or the Warkist twins. Like, Orcas, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, with me, but like no one checks in on you. It's like, everything just stops. Like, but then you also, but then it's also, you get that even if you're a good person, I don't know Steven from anybody, but all of a sudden I saw him pop up and like Kristen Doty's stories and they went to Sir together like a couple, like a month or so ago. And I was just like, ah, there's this like reach there's like, or at least how I perceive it. There is a sadness attached to it because it's sometimes perceived as somebody still wanting to hold this minuscule torch of fame. You know, it's like weird. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And it's like, and he said, it's like, it's just like a thing that you keep constantly chasing, but like, he's like, I always wanted to come back to the summer house. And he's like working, like talking with producers and stuff. And he's like, I should have done it when they asked me like whatever a season after they had let me go. But, and it's just like, it's like that unattainable thing. That's like never going to happen again, but in their minds, I'm assuming like it, that's just like, that is just something that they need to keep chasing. It's like they have yeah. to keep putting themselves yeah. out there because well, it's, that's all they know. I mean, I was trying to think about it, personalize it and think even about myself is that I, I tell the audience, I'm like, guess what? It feels good when people like my meme. Like it does. If I feel yeah. good, I feel good. I, I'm an insecure person. It feels good. Like, do you uh, ever worry about, uh, you know, getting too caught up in this where it's like, oh, this is this engagement is doing good and this is what the audience needs. You get ever caught up in this or have to tell yourself to take a step back? No, I mean, I just like, honestly, when I post videos, I I just post them and I like let it go. And like, that's, I think like, like I'm really bad at like going into the comments. I'm like, shit, I don't even want to know what people have <laughs> to say to me. But like from an engagement standpoint, it's like, I think I sometimes like overdo it. And I'm like, I need to just like take a step back. Cause it's like way too much, um, way too much like content I'm putting out. And it's like, I lose myself and I'm like feeling the need that I have to keep chasing after something. It's like, no, I have so much out there. Like take a breath. Like you are, it's not that big of a deal. Um, and like, that's what I've been like facing. It's like, I feel like I'm giving too much and I'm like, fe- it's like, I'm feeding drugs to people almost like, yeah, yeah, on yeah. This with all this Oh, stuff. I mean, I do a daily podcast when I know it's like too much. I know it's like, you know, people are like, it's, it's free content that I'm just, I mean, now it's with iHeart, but like, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I realize that, but this is like, I'm doing this for me too. You know, like I'm, this is something yeah. of like, this keeps me sane as well. So I'm glad to hear that, but you wouldn't ever buy followers. You wouldn't ever do this. No, oh you would never no. do, but I do want to say, will you ever monetize? I think you'd be perfect for a podcast, your own podcast, diving deep into all of this stuff. Would you ever do it? Yeah. So I'm coming out with merch in the next two weeks. That's like the one where I'm going to is it girl? Is it girl gang ZZ? No, oh, it's say, say, I was like, I was like, please just say it's girl gang 773 merch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking that, but no, I was just going to say allegedly. Dot, oh, dot, let me dot. know when it comes out. I'll put it on my yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. So, but like everything else, like, and people get so crazy. Like I was telling you earlier, like, when people like send me stuff and I like thank them on my stories, like, Oh, she's an influencer now. Like with the swipe ups, I'm like, no, I'm just saying thank you. Cause I've never gotten sent anything in my entire oh, life. And like, I forget, I, I sometimes forget to like, I have a list of like things I needed, like, uh, like, uh, my buddy, Zach Peter had a wine, a uh, canned wine and I have to put it in my story still, but like, I'm just like a doofy dude. Like I don't have the master plan. So like, I, I love free stuff, but I sometimes forget to do the follow. Yeah. Like, it, it really like getting more, successful highlights just how bad I am at this, you know? <laughs> but people think like I like everything I do is like so calculated to a sense like, oh yeah, she's doing this because she's going to come up with like doing her own swipe ups in that sense. I'm like, look, I honestly, like I don't even get paid for any of the content I'm putting out for you guys. Like I do it because I enjoy it. And like, I love the interaction with the community that I built, but like, 
if I'm going to do something like that, it's not going to be anytime soon. Uh, I don't think I ever will like do anything. And if it would be, it'd be through my podcast from a sponsoring standpoint. So you, would do, you will do a podcast, right? Yes. I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, well, we'll no longer talk after that happens. So <laughs> no, 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 that's amazing. You should do this because mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, like, I know we're, we're coming up to the end here, but it's like, I could talk to you about this stuff forever. Like it's, it's a very natural, like there are so many stories. Like we just, yeah scratched like the tip of the iceberg. I know. Um, now this is somebody, uh, as we start winding down, I do want to bring up this family that like, I even like, I, somebody told me about them like a couple years ago and, and somebody sent me a video and I try not to ever watch YouTube. Like, I just can't, I can't pick up like another habit like that, <laughs> but it is fascinating in some ways or like the, like Tana Mongal got involved with the Tristan Thompson stuff. And I was like, okay, but you highlighted this family the other day, or I think it's one of one of your posts it's the uh, LeBrant family, yeah. uh, Cole and, and like, I, so I was sent my friend, uh, Christine is obsessed with them and like sent me his tweet when he lost his virginity of like, I'm no longer a virgin. And like, cause he married this girl with a daughter already. And I watched like this, I, I, I was so pissed. I watched this like 15 minute wedding video of the whole thing. And I guess they have now two kids of their own and they're, and I yeah. watched this fucking video that still makes me live it to this day where they, the poor little girl, they made her feel like she failed, flunked preschool or something like that. And they had like, they, the whole thing was to put their daughter on camera, making her seem like a loser and like get her to cry. I yeah. mean, am I, am I mistaken? Like this? No, is what I saw. it's, they like, they exploit her to the max. That's what I posted. And like, there's a fine line. I don't usually go after like families and like with kids, but like, this is like, she's got 5 million, she's eight years old and has 5 million followers on Instagram. And like 40% of that following is like men, um, Uh. which is like, yeah. So like, that's why, yeah, it's like gross. So it's like, like, and every video those that family does is like with that daughter. And it's like, why, like if they use her, but even like, like, I didn't even think about the fact of like people follow her. I just thought of like, why would you do that to your daughter for clips yeah. of like literally making her believe she's like, didn't graduate. A, it's so uh, weird. It, they are very, and they're making a family. full living. Like, where does this end? Like in your opinion for influencers, like we were talking about reality show stardom ending, where, where, what's the end of the line for influencers? Like I, I was also a little bit uh, clued into the uh, what's the weirdo with the smile, uh, David Dobrik, the David Dobrik stuff. He finally came back from like his little break mm-hmm. and took all his friends to Hawaii and he's doing vlogs again, I guess. And I watched the vlog and I was just like, wait, we, so we, we made all of these people, we made all of him and his friends millionaires. And now we get to watch them go have the time of their lives and put a camera in their face. Like, wh- why are we doing this and where does it end and how do we make it end? I think it's coming to an end very soon because Instagram's coming out with creator platforms. So a lot of these influencers- What does that mean exactly? Like, so so influencers right now are not paying Instagram any type of fees for like the ads they do. Like there's nothing. Like they use the, essentially are using it for a free platform for like making money. They've made so much off Instagram. And now Instagram is like cutting that down. So they're creating a creator platform where it's essentially like TikTok where you can get paid um, through Instagram and stuff. But like, you have to, like, if you're going to be doing any ads or sponsorships, like Instagram's going to get a cut of that, um, where it never happened before. So a lot of these influencers are, like losing it where they're trying to like make blogs and all that to like get off. So they don't have to pay. And like, they're like all losing their minds right now about all of this because it's like, they're no longer going to be able to use it as a free platform for all the ads and sponsorships and affiliates they do with the swipe ups. Yeah. Wow. That is, uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I was kind of watching this and I was just like, I guess it's 
fun to see aspirational. I'd like to go to Hawaii and have, and they were like, they were going around. Like his whole thing was that he bought all of his friends, like tickets to Hawaii, but then in like doing so, they went to each person's house and they were like, how much money did you make this week? And the girl was like, I made a million. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like I, it's crazy. I scrape, but I, I mean like, the, I was like, this is in, this is insane. Like we're, we're paying these people to have the time of their lives. And then they're still fucking it up by saying like racially uh, weird things, potentially, trigger warning you guys like raping people i mean like really horrific lifestyles and we've created these weird monsters you know i it's it's like you can't it's like a train wreck you can't look away and people just want to keep seeing what's next and it's like at what point does it stop because like like the whole david that whole thing was so messy and like so like the stuff that just kept coming out about it and then it's like now there's back like everything's cool like it it just is I don't know. I don't have any explanations for that. Well, one. I mean, it kind of like, but it's like, that's pop culture is cyclical. We yeah. watch all of Chrissy Teigen's apologies. You know, we got a uh, photograph of her coming out of her car yesterday, smiling with, you know, yeah. like I, I don't feel like anything is real, but okay. As we go, what are your, if you do you have like a top three uh, pet peeves of what uh, influencers will do in their videos? And, and I, Hey besties. <laughs> besties, um, so that's what they'll do when they'll do a video to sell you something. They'll be like, "Hey, besties, Ryan here." Or I, I just found this amazing code for you guys that no one else has, but every other influencer is showing the same product. Like they try to act like it's. <laughs> you guys, I was going through my trash today, and I happened to find an amazing code, and it's just it's exclusive to us. Like so, they'll always say they found an amazing deal. Yes, exactly. Um, and I would just say like not like using filters when they're selling skincare is like the other pet peeve of mine. It's like we, I need to see what your face looks like. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. So, I mean, if I want to be an influencer, I mean, I, what, I mean, what, how do we tip, how do we dip our toes in the water? You know who I love is that haters always makes fun of, uh, uh yeah. love influencer him. culture. Um, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, her name is G well, I, we, we don't know her real name, but her, we call her Gigi girl <laughs> gangs. I'll put the account there. You already follow her. You already love her. Go support her. She will have a podcast coming out soon. She will have merch coming out soon. So we got to support with all of that stuff. Is there anything else that, that we can help you with or, or support you with? No, just follow me. Follow just the follow, journey. That's all it's about. Just follow, <laughs> follow my journey. You guys, it's all about me and you together. You guys we're doing, let's reach for the stars together. Uh, I could talk to you forever. Thank you for talking with us this yeah, long. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, hopefully you'll be a recurring guest. That would be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you. Five, four, three. Betches.